Welcome to Two Cents Worth. I am your host, Ryan DeFaber. Before we get started, please do me a favor. For those of you who enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Spotify, all the major platforms, like the podcast, leave a review. That helps us get out to more viewers and listeners. It's extremely helpful. Go on the YouTube, Two Cents Worth podcast on YouTube. You can listen to it there as well. And uh Leave a comment, like it, all of that is extremely helpful for us here at Two Cents Worth. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Two Cents Worth. I am your host, Ryan DeFaber. Today's podcast, we're talking about doubt. Uh, last couple of podcasts, here and there, we've been talking about mindset change. But uh, if you follow me along on social media, you, you saw probably this week, I posted a, um, a story. It's me in the gym, wearing my Bears Den Gym stuff, and uh, the song by Beartooth, Doubt Me, is playing. And uh, it got me thinking a little bit about, you know, how you overcome doubt in life, how you handle doubt internally and externally, and uh, figured I'd talk about it today. So, doubt. People are always going to doubt you. There are going to be people that want to see you fail. There are going to be people that want to see you succeed, but that at times will potentially doubt you in some of your actions. You're going to have your own self-doubt. And I'm going to give you just some of my thoughts on it, my experience in it, and just my mentality and mindset around it. So doubt. Let's talk about internal doubt first. Anytime you're doubting yourself, you got to figure out a way to kill that doubt. You got to figure out a way to erase that fear that, um, that thinking that, if I fail, it's over. Failure is a part of life. You fail at something every day in life for the most part, right? Whether it's keeping your cool, whether it's um, being a good, the perfect spouse, the perfect father, the perfect friend, excellent at work, whatever it might be, right? You fail at something. It might be a small failure, it might be a bigger failure. But don't ever let doubt creep in because if doubt creeps in and takes over, you will stay stagnant and arguably go backwards, right? If you want to accomplish something, if you want to better yourself, you have to be able to manage doubt and squash it. So for me, from a doubt perspective, you know, I try and live my life in a realistic manner. I'm not, um, people are always like, you know, we always talk about being optimistic, pessimistic. I'm just a realist, realistic. Um, at the same time, I have doubt. I have doubted myself 
And in those times, I've, you know, haven't uh, been as disciplined. I haven't been um, as motivated to succeed. And it's taken time to rebuild that and get back to where I want it to be. I'm heading full steam in that direction now of getting back to where I want to be personally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, professionally, all of those things. Um, But doubt still creeps in, right? I look at myself in the mirror when in regard to physical appearance and strength, and I go, man, you're almost, you know, the doubt is you're almost 40. You're going to be 40 next year. You're not going to, what, why push yourself? Why lose the five pounds? Why go to the gym? You know, do you really need to do that? And is that, is that doubt? Probably not, but it's more of like doubt can creep in there where it's like, am I going to be able to do the same physical activity? Am I still going to be able to maintain this strength as I head into my forties? And the doubt is, nah, you're probably not. Like your body's starting to break down. You're getting, you know, your shoulder hurts a little bit. You're, you got tennis elbow right now. You know, you're not as uh, mobile as you once were. And sometimes you just got to look at yourself in the mirror and go, fuck that. Like my workout partner, Pete is over 40. He's still pushing along. I'm almost, I'll be 40 next year. I'm going to keep pushing along. Fuck that doubt. I'm going to be as physically strong as I am today and maybe even stronger next year. I look and follow a handful of people that are older than me that are in the fitness industry. Um, and I see them and I go, okay, it's, it is possible. I want to have that type of longevity. I want to have that type of physical attributes that they possess So stop doubting yourself. Stop thinking like a number or an age or a small injury or, uh, you know, if something hurts a little bit, whatever on your body that you're not going to be able to recover from that. Fuck that. Don't ever doubt yourself, right? A great example from a physical perspective, there was uh, someone that we used to work out with. They'll they'll remain nameless. Um, And I love when people doubt me. And, And my friends will tell you this too, like, most people that if they get doubted, it fuels them. I, I enjoy being doubted because I like to prove <laughs> toxic trait. I like to prove people wrong about myself, right? Whether it's personality-wise where people are like, oh, you're kind of a dickhead. Yeah, I am. But I'm a dickhead in like a funny way and a sarcastic way. And if you actually get to know me, I'm a, I'm a pretty fucking awesome guy. And all of my friends would tell you the same thing. They, they would say that exactly that what I just said Oh, Ryan said that? Of course he said that because he's a dick, but he is actually an awesome friend and a really good guy. Um, But I like when people doubt me, right? So back to the story, right? We were working out a few years ago and put some weight on, uh, it was a shoulder press, put some weight on a shoulder press, and this person said, I'm probably not going to be able to get it, probably should take that off. And I was like, first off, you you don't know how strong I am in this. This is the first time we've done this together. And secondly, why do you think I can't do it? Because you struggled at it? and you were a little bit bigger than me, you think that that's the reason why I can't do it? Watch this. And I repped it out, and the person was like, kind of uh, cowered a little bit. It was like, oh, uh, it's my bad. My bad about that. I'm like, it's all good. 
I'm like, not all of us can have baby shoulders like you. So there you go. Just a, you know, shit-eating experience right there. Um, But don't doubt me. Right? Like, Lindsay and I talk about this all the time. Like, if I'm motivated to get something done or for us to do something, don't doubt that I'm not going to get it done. Um, Whether it's going on a certain vacation, being able to afford something, um, managing schedules, whatever it might be in our personal life. If I'm confident we're going to get it done, we're going to get it done. And she lets a little bit more of that kind of creep in on her of like, oh, well, you know, it makes me worried. I get a little bit of anxiety about it. I'm like, I don't because I believe in myself and I'm not going to let doubt stop me from being able to accomplish certain things that I want to accomplish. You know, I talked a few episodes ago about buying a truck. Well, I'm in the process right now of buying a truck. It cooled for a little bit, but right now it makes sense. And I'm in the process of buying a truck. So I'm looking at it from a financial perspective. I'm looking at it from a long-term perspective of my car currently today is eight years old, hitting towards the cusp of 100,000 miles. Now's the time to get the trade in for it. I own it outright. So all that money is going to go right back into the purchase of the truck it makes the most sense right now. Financially, yes, we're going to be able to afford it. Will we have to cut back on maybe some things? Maybe because interest rates are high, all of those things that are going on in the world right now, whatever it is, right? But I don't let that stop me. If I'm confident and I know that we're going to be able to do that and I have the discipline to change some spending habits, all of those types of things, I'm good. And I feel good about it. And that's where we're at. And and it's a good balance because Lindsay, again, in that aspect from a financial perspective, is more conservative. I'm a little more lenient in it. But at the same time, if we looked at our budget, we saw that we can afford it, will we have to change some spending? Sure. That's fine. Do we do we maybe not go out and get food every day of the weekend? Maybe that's what we do, right? And we eat at home maybe more whatever it might be, little changes there to make sure that we can uh, we can still maintain the lifestyle that we have, but also afford now the new expense that we're bringing in with the truck. Don't doubt me. Don't doubt me at work. You know, I, I have that type of attitude of, if you doubt me, I will prove you wrong. And not in a shitty way to be like, just to prove you wrong. It's more so motivation for myself to always better myself, right? A great example from high school. Um, my senior year, baseball, and in my school, we were a college prep school, so you could go to high school for five years. Some of my friends did it. It's worked out for them in the long term, right, from an act- academic perspective, a maturity perspective, job, all that type of stuff, uh, relationship perspective. You know, everything happens for a reason. I always talk about this with my kids. They always ask, you know, do you ever regret anything in life? No, I don't regret anything in life because every decision I've made has led me to this point. And if I changed any of that, that is where... Uh, regret would have come in is that I changed my decisions of what I've already made. And if you hear the fucking blowers outside, my fucking neighbors, I apologize for all the cursing, but it drives me crazy. This this guy, he, he does like six yards in the neighborhood and he just uses the blower for about four hours straight. Like he just blows these leaves all over the place for hours. So he's right now outside my window. So if you hear it, I apologize. You might not, but it's pissing me off. Anyways, go back to the high school story, right? Coach, 
was like, you know, hey, you you know, you weren't you're one of the younger guys as a senior because again, some of my friends were fifth year seniors. Um, why don't you think about staying back a year? You know, we I don't know if we're going to be able to get you a scholarship, all that type of stuff. I don't know if we're going to be able to, you know, you might be able to get into a better school next year. You might be able to get a bigger scholarship next year. And I was like, you know what? No, like I'm ready to move on to college. I'm ready to play baseball in college. I'm ready to do all these things. And to be honest with you, don't doubt me on that. And got in to the school that I knew I could play at from a talent perspective. Because here's the one thing too. It was, hey, stay another year and maybe we can get you into a D1 school. Well, honestly, that's every kid's high school dream is to go to a D1 school. But realistically, I was a D2 player. And I ended up being a pretty good D2 player, Division II player. And that's where I went. I went to a Division II school. I got a scholarship. And I played four years. And so, you know, there's that doubt, too. And it kind of, it's always started throughout my life. Like, I wasn't always the biggest guy. Still not the biggest guy. Um, but, you know, like, developed a little later. Like, I was 5'3 going into sophomore year. And then, you know, now I'm six foot. Like, my growth spurts, really, as a kid, were between 10th to 12th grade. So, you know, my body matured from a height perspective later than others in growth. Like I entered college weighing 160. I was a fucking wet noodle. Um, and I left weighing 190, like put on 30 pounds of, you know, mass and muscle got stronger. But, you know, for me, it was, it's always been, I've always been the smaller kid you know, even in little league and all these other sports and basketball and soccer and all that, you know, soccer and baseball height really truly doesn't matter that much. It's more of talent, but like basketball, right? Like if you're smaller, it's going to be a lot harder, especially when you're a kid, a lot harder to score when you go run into the lane and you got a kid that's six feet already at 12 years old and you're, you know, five, one or five foot or whatever it was. Right. So, um, you know, I always had that against me. And I never let that stop me. Never let doubt creep in and going, maybe I can't play this. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not ready to go and play in college baseball. No, I was ready. And I could see it, and, and I knew it myself, and those around me knew it. My friends were like, you know, they never pushed me to be like, hey, you probably should stay another year, and then, you know, you could go to a D1 school. But it was more of like, hey, I'm done with high school. My grades are good. I'm ready to go. This is my talent level. If I go to a D1 school, I probably won't play. Even if I stay another year in high school, get stronger, I probably won't play as much as I will if I go to a D2 school. And I honestly believe that. And again, going back to decisions, I never regret that for a second because I met one of my best friends, Pete, who I work out with every single day. I met my wife. I had awesome roommates. And it's brought me to this position to where I'm at today. So never letting doubt kill you, right? Like don't let it creep in, be able to control it. And it can lead you to success. If you're able to control your doubt, be okay to fail because with failure comes learning and with doubt, it can kill you. Man, I doubt I can do this. Why do you doubt that? Are you doubting yourself? Are you doubting your abilities? Are you doubting what, what is what is putting this doubt into? Is it the failure part? Is it are you scared? Is it what what is it? And uh, you got to be able to answer those questions and, and be able to be strong enough to go. I'm not going to let this stop me. 
So that song, Doubt Me by Beartooth, I, I implore you to go listen to it. It gets you really fired up. Um, I kind of live by that mantra, like, don't ever doubt me um, from anything, from work, from personal, from physical, whatever it is. I'm ready to go, and I'm ready to push, and I'm ready to really prove people wrong, but also prove myself right. And not in a selfish way, not in a uh, get back at people type of way, but more so to prove that I can do these things, to show people that I can do these things, that I am disciplined enough, that I am strong enough, that I am smart enough to do these things that I want to accomplish. And, um, you know, I hope that message comes across. I hope you see that in me, if you know me. Um, am I perfect? Fuck no. Am I able to always squash that out? No. It, it is always there. It'll always be there. But if you're able to stand up and move and do what you want to do and accomplish, there's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be failures. There's going to be setbacks. The doubt will always come back. It'll always be there. But always try and improve yourself. Always try and move yourself forward. Always try. Just try. And I try. And I tell my kids that, right? Like, we signed our oldest up for basketball, and he's like, I'm not good at it. And me and my wife were like, we don't care if you're good at it or not. This is rec basketball. Go out there and try. You're going to play with a couple of your friends from school and, and the neighborhood. It's more for you to learn a different athletic move, learn a different sport, be with your friends during the winter time and doing something fun. Who cares if you're not the best player on the team? Go and do it, have fun with it, and try it. And you never know. Like, I tell parents this all the time when it comes to youth sports. Like, we're so indoctrinated now to put our kids into only one sport. At such an early age. Like, I have coach kids that are eight years old that have left little league to go and play travel baseball full-time at eight. And it just drives me nuts because youth sports has become such a money grab and it's, it's not physically healthy. It's really not physically healthy for your child to be focused on one sport their entire childhood. You're not learning different athletic moves. Your body's not being able to do different things that they would if they played multiple sports growing up. And so that's why we have our kids do that. That's how, you know, if you look at my group of friends at our age right now, all of us played sports at all, at all different sports growing up, and then eventually it turned into baseball. I didn't play baseball full-time until um, after my freshman year of high school. But, you know, we see these things now, and it's like, well, now the kid's not going to... What happens if the kid burns out at 12 years old or 13 years old? Or those that he was better than at eight, other kids, have now surpassed them. And I've seen it. I have a couple of friends growing up that when we were in like fifth sixth grade seventh grade even eighth grade we were better at better than them at a certain sport and then all of a sudden we get into high school and they make varsity while we're still on junior varsity and we're like whoa like what happened and it's just they've matured later they've gotten better and that's just what happens so again like i want my kid to play multiple sports because you just never know like nolan might all of a sudden become a really 
good basketball player or a decent basketball player, and then that's what he wants to play every winter. And so why not have him do it now when he's 10, then not put him in it, and then at 14, he's like, I might want to try basketball. And it's like, buddy, you've never played before, and now at 14, these kids are so far ahead of you. I don't know if it will even be fun. Now's the time because he's having fun. So even with my kids, like I try and stop the doubt creeping in. Like go and do it. Go and try it. If you fail, you fail, but at least you tried it and you're potentially going to get better at it. And he will. From the first practice to the last game, there will be improvement in his basketball skills. Will it be dramatic and drastic? Maybe, maybe not. But at least he's going to go out there. He's going to be dedicated to it. He's going to be with his friends. We're going to encourage him. He's going to encourage them. And we'll go from there. So the moral of the podcast today is doubt. Don't let doubt control you. Be able to control your doubt. Be able to take the reins of it and try. Get up. Try. Be willing to fail. Be willing to learn. And I hope and I believe you'll become a more rounded person and a better person and and a person that people will be able to look at and go, I can learn from them. I can see how they failed but got better. I can see how they're now determined and disciplined and are better. And I think you'll, you'll have a happier and longer life. That's my two cents worth on the topic. Doubt. Song is called Doubt Me, Beartooth, hard rock band, so don't be uh, surprised if you hear some curse words, just like you heard today, but uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, like, give the stars, share this, let's get the podcast going, and uh, get my two cents worth out to others. Have a great day.